Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa salatu wa salam ala ashraf al-anbiya wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Every creature has a heart. But what we got to understand is, not every heart is the same. We have a heart that is alive. And this heart that is living is a heart that is pulsating and pumping with the light of taqwa and iman. This heart is full of love, compassion, mercy, and indeed forgiveness. This is the heart of a believer. The heart of a believer is always freeing this morsel from demonic intervention, from demonic disturbances and whispers. And then you got a heart that is dead. And this dead heart is covered and diseased with the wreckage and rubbish of this low, deceiving, materialistic existence, this dunya. Now this dead heart is dark and scary, doomy and gloomy. This heart is full of hate. Greed, selfishness, envy and jealousy. It is an egotistical heart. Brothers, what we got to understand, that the real spiritual warrior that exists on this earthly inhabitants is the one who destroys an idol. And the greatest idol that exists is within our bodies. It's called the ego. The ego. And being egotistical, you are not only destroying yourself, you are destroying others around you. Now we all know the story of the brave, courageous, little, willing ant. And this ant did something so phenomenal and profound that history uh, has written about it. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it. When the army of Sulaiman were marching towards the colonies of ants. Now when they were marching, they were about to squash, to tramp, to destroy and obliterate these colonies. One small, basic, willing ant noticed this and immediately felt and recognized the danger. So what did it do? Did it run away? Did it flee from existence calling out myself, myself, nafsi, nafsi? Hence, hide or took refuge underneath a rock? Absolutely not. This ant, in fact, sacrificed its life for its brothers and sisters. It went to the highest point and cried out loud at the top of its lungs, Oh ants, enter your home before Suleiman and his army crush you to death without even them noticing you. Many of us have read this Quranic verse, the story, but do we understand, have we acknowledged the definition of this? This is brotherhood. This is unity. This is salvation. This is success and prosperity for every believer 
to take as an example. This is the definition that none of you truly believe until you truly love for your brother what you love for yourself. This is the meaning that the example of a believer in his prosperity towards others, his mercy, his love, his devotion to his brothers and sisters is like the example of a body. If one part of that body feels pain, immediately the entire body suffers, feeling the same pain. This is the meaning of the hadith that mentions, مَنْ فَرَّجَ عَنْ مُسْلِمٍ كُرْبَةٍ فَرَّجَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ كُرْبَةً مِنْ كُرْبَاتِ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ Whoever takes care of the need of his brother, his brothers, Allah will take care of your need. When? When you need it most. Not in this world, but on the day of judgment. Indeed, ya ikhwati al-a'iza, the believer to the believer is like a powerful, solid structure. One part supporting the other. And when this hadith was mentioned, it wasn't left like that. He showed us through demonstration what the meaning of brotherhood is. And he said, I did this, interlaced, locked, uh, firmly his fingers like this. This is the action of Muhammad. This was the demonstration regarding brotherhood. Just like that ant. Hence the Salaf al-Salih, they resembled brotherhood to be Two brothers, like a pair of hands, they said. One of which washes the other. This is brotherhood, ya shabab. This is a huwa fil Islam. The way they understood brotherhood is not like the way we understand brotherhood today. It is no more than mere utterance on our tongues. Brotherhood, brother. Or a handshake, love you brother, whatever you want. And when you do want it, when you do want something, nowhere to be seen. It's not brotherhood. That's falsehood, not brotherhood. Brotherhood, ya ikhwati as understood by the Salaf al-Salih, as Ali ibn Hassan ibn Ali says to one of his companions, can one of you put his hand in the purse or pocket of his brother and take whatever he so desires without his permission? He said, no. He said, well, you have not understood brotherhood. That's brotherhood. It is the most precious thing on this earthly inhabitants. It is greater and it transcends everything. Nations, cultures, race, color, gender, identities. Al-Ukhuwati fil Islam transcends the human race. It's above all that. You know, when sand grains unite, what happens? They become a vast desert. When sea drops unite, what happens? An endless, boundless ocean. When we unite, what happens? We become an invincible, untouchable, unbreakable, powerful force. So the absence of brotherhood, and you are the cause of it, mind you. You are the cause, whether you contrib con contribute or you are the destroyer of brotherhood. How? I'll tell you shortly. Because the absence of brotherhood brings and breeds that which is disruption, 
disunity, destruction and devastation. And this is exactly what the shaitan wants. His intention is to sow the seeds of rancor, of hate, of animosity uh, between us. Why? Because he knows if there's no brotherhood, there's no unity. No unity, no community. No community, no cooperation. No cooperation, there is weakness. The fragmentation of this great ummah into smithereens. So where does it start? With you. When I say with you, it's defined as follows. Anyone here tonight that has a beef with his brother, a grudge against your brother, I advise you of two words only. Fear Allah. Whether you are the oppressed or you are the oppressor, fear the one that created you. Forgive, pardon, overlook. You are not perfect. He is not perfect. Allah is perfect. Hence, he commands you to fear him. Hence, he commands you to make up. Hence, he commands you to strengthen the bond with that brother you have a grudge against, you have a beef with. Look at the words. Let them forgive. Let them pardon. Let them overlook. Would you not like that Allah forgives you? Break that ego, ya shabab. Destroy that ego of yours. It's a command. Don't let the devil, that demon, Lucifer, Satan, Iblis, whatever you want to call that devilish smut, don't let him wreck your next life. He is commanding you to make up, to remove that grudge from that beautiful morsel here, your heart. And the best of you are the ones who, 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 whom, who initiate the salam. You could be the oppressor. But be the better one. Not for his sake, for his sake. Not for this sake, for that sake. For your ikhra. And understand, we can't take too long due to time, that the deeds every single week, twice, is shown to him, to the one that made you. Every week. And the hadith says, every believing servant is forgiven. Except the one who has a grudge. It's a powerful hadith. It's in Muslim. Who has a grudge against his brother. Who has a beef against his brother. Who has a problem against his brother. He will not be forgiven. The narration follows and says, Leave that. Leave them alone. I don't want to see their deeds until they reconcile. How powerful is this? How great is this? So is our lips going to utter the word brotherhood, period? Or are we going to be like that brave, courageous, strong, willing ant and humble ourselves, destroy this ego and stand up by supporting our brothers and sisters no matter where they are, by forgiving Pardoning and overlooking their faults by not being heedless of their needs, by not eating their flesh. Wherever you go, you only eat their flesh day and night. Stop it. 
Allah. You will suffer because of this. The narration mentions a word that you may see. You don't think anything of it. And it will drag you into the abyss of damnation. One word. So fear the one that made you. Love the one that made you. Do it for the one that made you, not for anyone else. Let your heart be pure to each other. Let your limbs be warm and gentle to one another. Let your countenance be cheerful to each other. And indeed, let your face, when you meet each other, no matter who it is, even your enemy, let your face, when you meet your brother, not be a face of bully, of distaste, of frowning, but let it be a face, the likes of Ronald McDonald, a smiley face. May Allah protect you all. And may he allow us to incorporate love and have the heart that is loving, caring, uh, compassionate, who sympathizes and who forgives. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.